everyone, what is happiness? What is it really? Is it subjective? We ponder this all the time. Is it materials, people, ourselves, or even our experiences that make us happy? This is episode 19 of Hangout Talks. I'm Peter, the suited marketer, and I'm with Tret, Mr. Goodall. And today we're talking about how blanketing happiness on someone is bad. Why asking someone seeking help, how you can support them is vital. And not feeling happy all the time, we'll tell you why it's okay. With all that said, let's hang out. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us again. And we have Caitlin Dinner joining us from Toronto, Canada. If you remember that name, she's from episode six. She's a certified life coach and rediscovery coach. Caitlin helps you reach your full potential so that you can lead a happy, successful, and extraordinary life. And just to recap real quick, if you haven't listened to episode six yet, uh, we find out who is Caitlin Dinner. Really, we was kind of finding out that. <laughs> uh, uh, going through the comparison game, finding out what made you happy as a kid and how that could free you from feeling stuck, lost, or unaccomplished. And also that helps you with creative space and free you from that feeling of being stuck. So let's welcome back Caitlin Dinner. <laughs> Hello, guys. How are you? Good. How about you, Caitlin? How are you doing after four months of all this craziness and I getting know. back to normal and stuff? What a weird time, eh? <laughs> it's def- it's oh, it, is. it is. It's definitely been a challenge and I've absolutely have my my downs and my lows just like you know everybody has been and trying my best to stay connected during this time I find that's definitely been really helpful um reaching out to people all of that fun stuff so yeah I mean life's been very interesting this year to say the least but um yeah I've been learning a lot so and I'm excited to be with you guys again so and I'm really proud of how far you guys have come this is awesome season two Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> season two. It, it feels so long ago, but that's not really like that was episode six. I, I can't, I, I can't remember when we started, but um, I know a lot of things changing for you too as well. Any new things you're doing or new things you're doing? I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've just been. I mean, I've been working from home. A little updates, I guess, because there hasn't been much to do, <laughs> and like you know, I haven't been traveling usually like I would. You know, going on trips or vacations um so just trying to really tune in with myself reconnect with myself as often as possible and trying not to get too bogged down by all of life's crazy stresses right now yeah most definitely and just to like get into like the topic today since we're talking about work the craziness of everything that's going on and everybody's trying to find like their perfect place of like mm-hmm. the unstable times and are shaky what what's going on how do i get back to, to normal Thing that comes to mind is happiness right like i think mm-hmm. in quotes for me because like i think we before this episode we kind of talked a little bit briefly about it because happiness can be so many different things to so many different people but for you how would you define happiness yeah you're so right it's, um happiness is such a subjective thing right like happiness will mean different things for different people um for me i mean when i think of happiness i think of you know, social connectedness. I, I think of compassion and kindness. Um, I think of, you know, helping others out and connecting with other people. I always find that that's when I feel happiest. So that's what happiness means to me. Because happiness is just, it's such a 
construct sometimes, or, you know, the way that people see it is so different. It's such a hard thing to define, isn't it? So it's like a hard thing for a definition, it seems. No, it, it is. It's like, because uh, like you mentioned, like, it, it is subjective. And, and I feel like it's, we all interpret it differently based on our own experiences. Like mm-hmm. if you grew up poor, like I know Peter and I, like we grew up um, in an Asian household and, and most of the time it's money before happiness because we grew up poor without having anything. So mm-hmm. that I, I believe that has something to do with like everything is like towards money first and then happy second. So I think that started to change when you're starting to like being financially secured, then it's like starting to like, okay, I need to be happy. And I guess that that's the thing. Like, um, I don't know about your background, Caitlin, and I'd love to hear more about it. But like, I, I think, I don't know if that's a question there. But yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, in terms of like my family and upbringing, like, you know, my, my mom's family's from, from Poland and uh, my dad's, you know, distant families, like Irish, Scottish, English, that kind of stuff. So, you know, we're just a standard European household, like white household. For my family, the way that like I was brought up, I guess, and also just seeing them and modeling what they do. I've always seen them be such gracious, great, like um, giving generous people. And so for me, you know, seeing them feel happy to give and to support and to provide and, you know, be sources of support for other people. You know, like my, my household was always the one where we like had, we call them strays. like, And I mean that in an endearing term, but like, you know, maybe like a, a, my brother's friend who needs a place to crash for like a couple months, like, you know, come on in. You know, one of my aunts that needed a place to stay for school, like, come on in. So you know, we were always like, I, I always saw my family giving so much and you know, they're not the most, I hope they don't listen to this, the most like financially responsible people. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me, like money never meant happiness in that way, if that makes sense. Um, mm. Because it wasn't something that, you know, I didn't see them have it and be like, yes, now we're just going to keep it in it and we're happy. It was like, let's give it out. Let's, you know, donate our time. Let's donate what we have. Like, even when they don't have much, they still find ways to give to other people. So um, that's kind of like how I've adopted my my idea of happiness in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense because I think it's it's interesting because I think for, to give background my upbringing and just yeah. like my family came in like we were poor, like we had an apartment, single bedroom mm-hmm. for like good seven eight years. And I remember my mom telling me this story all the time. Like my dad had five shirts that that's all he he had. Like so it was mm-hmm. like they saved up to get to money and build business, a business and then slowly get to where they are now. Like you said, like they always were giving or like they were always trying to like help with either their siblings or kind of donate to like temples, churches or wherever they could. So mm-hmm. it's interesting because anyway, now that you look back at everything, you kind of question like, yeah, you're trying to gain that money. Maybe the happiness does give you a percentage of like yeah. happiness but does it what's the other percentage like is it really the satisfaction of like you giving to other people like what what would you say are like other things that contribute to a person's idea of happiness yeah i think um i mean i feel like genetics probably has a factor in this and i only gain that knowledge from um you know if anyone's listening for and they're interested in learning more about happiness and all that there's 
um, Berkeley University offers a great um, a program on the science of happiness. And so, you know, that's one of the components that they mentioned contributes to someone's, you know, overall well-being and happiness. Um, you know, there's also going to be just, you know, other factors in regards to, you know, your how you perceive things, you know, maybe mental health or overall well-being, physical health, that kind of thing. Like maybe that's a factor too. Um, you know, perhaps people's beliefs, values, what they, you know, what they believe in. Um, you know, for me, like, because I value connection so strongly and I value, you know, the community and giving back and volunteering and stuff, like those things inherently just make me feel happy. So I associate that as my happiness as well. So perhaps values are a big thing that can be factored into to what makes someone happy. Um, and I feel like at the end of the day, like everyone's going to have their own definition or their own pie chart of what their happiness means to them. You know, there's also been like an increase in people, you know, feeling more narcissistic or, you know, having, um, you know, more materialistic views on society and like, you know, feeling that the more they have, especially in this Instagram and TikTok world and whatever, ever, whatever the hell other social media <laughs> platforms there are now, um, you know, like you see people having stuff, you feel like you need to have that stuff to be happy because they're dancing around on their platform with all of the things that they have. So that must mean if I get that, then I'll get happy too. So, you know, <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> there's also that materialistic thing that's going on too. So, you know, I want, it's a, it's definitely an interesting topic. <laughs> no, it definitely is. Like, um, I, I love that you mentioned like giving is what makes you happy, right? Like, I, mm -hmm. and then like some are depending on the likes, the follows and that, dictates their happiness and i think it's allowing others to kind of dictate your happiness i know i just mm -hmm. repeated myself but like it feels like i'm waiting for others to allow me to be happy and i, I don't know if you feel that when i guess with all the things going on to now it becomes more mobile now like since we don't have that much face-to-face -face, we're kind of becoming reliant on online online presence and then yeah. that feels like it's get, start to dictate it for sure. And, you know, when social connectedness is such a huge component to happiness, you know, that sense of community or tribe or however else you want to call it, um, you know, we've kind of had that taken away from us in a way like that. And I mean that face to face, like energy connection that you feel when you're in a group of people or like, you know, you know, you know, when you're sitting in a room with your friends and you're laughing about absolutely nothing but it's like the best time ever you yes. know it's, it's hard to do that on zoom when someone's face is breaking up or there's like uh, and like you can't hear what someone's saying so and then also like I don't want to be on my computer screen all day like that hurts my eyes man so yeah. you know it's we've been we've been t that con social connection has been kind of stripped away from us in a way and it's I'm sure that's been affecting people's happiness right now because I, I absolutely in my case I know that I've been feeling you know moments of depression and sadness and feeling down and disappointed so you know for me knowing that okay this is what's going to make me feel happier reaching out to a friend family member group of people that I love it may not be in person but this is the best I got right now so yeah yeah I know and would you say there's other things that like like other things that make you happy Caitlin yeah I mean other things that like I guess the way that you perceive your life and how satisfied you are with that. Um, I mean, you can always Google like a, a life assessment chart. It's like this pie chart and you can see, you know, 
tally up the, the different components of your life, you know, whether that's friends, family, education, career, finances, spirituality, or religion, um, you know, those kind of things and see where you're at. So I think that could be a good way to see how your overall life satisfaction is and see where, where you can get some improvement. Um, I mean, that could be something that contributes to happiness too. Um, obviously that comparison game, that nasty little game is going to come in here and take away that happiness sometimes. But also I think it's important on the topic of happiness to know that it's okay to not feel happy all the time. It would actually be so weird if you were happy all the time because we need these <laughs> other, we need these other emotions to, you know, warn us about the world around us. So like, just say if you're feeling, you, know, you need to feel fear because if there's an oncoming threat, you need to know whether you need to fight, flight or freeze. So um, you know, in that moment, you can't really feel happy, right? So yeah. it's okay to have those down moments and be, you know, cognizant of what's coming up for you and what emotions and feelings you're feeling. Um, however, I know a lot of us are kind of on this chase for happiness sometimes. And, you know, even that can be a hard thing too, because if you set your expectations for happiness too high, you're always going to be in this chasing game and like unmet expectations of like, you know, or tying them, sorry, I'm like on a random tangent. No, no, um, you're, you're good. Like a, you're totally good. <laughs> you're, or you're associating that happiness with like the, I'll be happy when. So, you know, I'll be happy when I get my house. I'll be happy when I get that promotion. I'll be happy when I get my, you know, get a relationship or partner or whatever. So if that's your expectations, then you might be chasing this unrealistic, you know, feeling that might not happen because you're just relying on something to happen instead of trying to be happy right now with what you have. All the things you said to that is very true. Like um, we, I don't know if it's, we're conditioned to like, once we get this, we'll be happy. Once we get that, mm-hmm. we'll be happy. And, and that is leading to a story of like, we've read the happiness advantage and he talked about a story. I can't remember if it's him or another person he's talking about, but they were, going for this high paying job in accounting. And once they got there and they're like, I don't want to be here. Uh, mm-hmm. They worked so hard to be there and they think they got to be happy. But once they reached it, they weren't happy at all. So, yeah. I, and I know we were talking prior to this, like uh, from your previous job to mm-hmm. now, like that feeling, the difference that you feel other than the pay, of course, <laughs> the difference. Yeah. <laughs> that you feel. Could you go a little bit more into that? Like, and we yeah. all experience it. So I guess we'll, go in circles and talk about that one. Yeah, I think that would be awesome to share experiences um, because it just goes to show how, you know, whatever situation you're in, I don't know, it's it's like, it's eye-opening. So, you know, I was in a position for several years um, in a management role and, you know, at first I loved it, everything was great, but then I was starting to feel, you know, unhappy or like not satisfied, you know, feeling like I needed more. And I think what it was, was eventually my values just weren't aligning with the company. And I was starting to seek things, you know, that were more related to what I studied. So I studied forensic psychology as my master's degree. Um, you know, I wanted to help people on a way more like human level. You know, I didn't enjoy seeing a money exchange at the previous job. Like it was something that made me feel uncomfortable. So like, you know, I wanted to help people, you know, in such a way that it wasn't like I was obviously with coaching, like there is a pay, there's like, you know, there's a fee, there's a service there. But you know, for for like a full time position, I was like, I'm just craving some change or something different. And even though the money was really great, and you know, I made a lot, um, I took a massive pay cut to a new job that is completely satisfying all of these urges and cravings that I had for something new. And 
you know, now, even though it, like, it's like half the amount of pay that I was getting before, it doesn't define my happiness. Like, you know, in my previous role, I feel like money was the solution to things. So it's like, whenever I would feel like unhappy in a situation, it would be like, okay, well, here's some, here's some money or here's a gift or something. And, you know, kind of like, are you happy net? And then it's like, no, because this thing wasn't addressed. And now I just have a gift, which is great, but it doesn't make me happy, you know? Um, obviously I'm grateful for that gesture, but it's not really getting to the root of things. Cause for me, like money doesn't make me, doesn't keep me going in terms of my happiness and overall outlook on life. Obviously you need it for things, but it's not the be all end all for me. So with my new job now, like I'm working with people at a very human level, I'm getting to, you know, work with incredibly vulnerable victims of crime and it's, it's so challenging, but I love it. And there's so many layers and I'm busy all day long. I have an amazing team of, of people that I work with and it's just, I don't know, it was such an eye-opening thing this year to realize that and to know that like, it doesn't matter how much money I'm making, I'll make it work and, you know, I'll adjust my lifestyle accordingly and, you know, maybe I don't get takeout all the time and all those tasty drinks and foods when I go out with friends. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm so much happier making this move and taking a massive pay cut and doing something that is true to my values and alignment in life and what I've been, like, destined to do, you know? No, absolutely. Like, you mentioned just buying stuff, like, to kind of, it feels like just to pad it kind of like yeah. your feeling and it's it's short term at the end of the day and I, I would love to hear peter's side too as well yeah i don't know, appreciate it like i know like for me like like straight out of college i jumped job after job trying to find because i'm 28 now but i feel like i wasted seven years of my life wondering what i wanted to do so graduated business gone to finally gone to this oil company but like you said you get to a certain position like the pay was all right, all right. it was and i remember my director at the time he's he was like move on like start a company do something i did that i tried several companies and then finally he was I didn't feel satisfied because i felt like i was always finding like the next tech technology or the next thing until he finally i went back to the director he's like honestly like take a job the, the job that you'll least expect you do but be a director for, for that position or a manager or whatever it doesn't have to be high pay and i did take that job and it just feels so satisfying like i was down sometimes doing sales eventually my pay got cut but sometimes like it opened my creative side talking to so many so many different people like just hearing their stories their perspectives and just things that are going through their lives that it kind of opens your mind a little bit like okay in general, like you don't need all of those things to, to be happy. Like Trett said earlier, it was just like that padding. That yeah. you needed. Like Especially growing up, my parents told me like, hey, you always had to be a pharmacist. I tried, but anyway, early on, I saw that like, I'm not going to be happy standing behind a counter all day with, you know, with an environment that, sorry, pharmacist, but <laughs> <laughs> the time I interned there or like shadowed there a couple of times nobody talked to each other for straight hours i'm like that's gonna drive me nuts i gotta talk yeah. to somebody if i can't talk to my colleagues i'm gonna talk to customers if i can't even like have a long conversation with them i'm gonna go insane so <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a career for, for me but yeah like it was just and the day like i think we going back to what we we're talking about we look at money a lot but mm -hmm. especially like i know you've got done a lot of nature stuff as well when you go back to nature, you kind of realize 
especially this year, this is what I kind of realized with like everything, like me getting laid off with my job, trying to find like consulting jobs and going more of like full on entrepreneurial route. At the same yeah. time, I had more time to go back to nature and kind of understand like what's there. Like we real, we start to realize there's so much there that we never looked at, like going on hikes where I was like, mm-hmm. I need to get to point A to B right now for that workout. But then when you take your time to walk, you're like, I'm lost, but you feel peaceful in some way. You're like, I'm taking so many things in my life for granted right now. Even that tree looks beautiful. I kind of, you kind of like get in sync, like you forget about everything and just focus on that moment. So I think yeah. like, I don't know if you've experienced that as well. That's beautiful. I feel like I'm experiencing right now through your, through your words. I'm like imagining myself it. in like a beautiful forest where, you know, it's all quiet except for the sounds that nature is providing and you know, that feeling of awe and savoring the moment and just being in, you know, complete gratitude for what you have and what you, what's available, like, you know, what you have in your life, like that, that feeling of abundance that like, you don't need anything more than this. Um, I think that's, that's amazing. And that's such a good, good thing that you've recognized and realized. And, you know, all of these situations and experiences you've gone through have brought you to here where you are recognizing what makes you truly happy so that's awesome yeah and i think it's important this is why i noticed like the last long hike i've gone into like felt at mm-hmm. peace just being in the rain and finally when you get to the waterfall it stopped raining and we're like oh there's a rainbow we're like oh that's even better that kind of taught me that like every little thing in your life matters and it that that is your happiness like what's straight in front of your eyes is what's making you happy. And a friend said this once, um, he's like, eventually you go in a dark tunnel and you pick up like little things along the way. And then you finally mm-hmm. discover little things and people forget to do that. They just keep looking. I need to get to the end point. Like, do you yeah. think that causes kind of like that unhappiness too? Oh, for sure. You know, when like, you know, how they're always like, there's like all these positive quotes everywhere about like, you know, trusting and enjoying the process and, you know, enjoying every step of the way trying to be mindful you know when you're getting from point a to point b um absolutely because we're just so focused sometimes on what we want and what we think we need that we're forgetting all of those little things along the way like you know even just walking down the street me just being like a mindless bubble just kind of floating from a to b but when i take the moments to be mindful and see the beauty around me the human beings the you know those experiences of connecting with like random strangers on the street. Like that's my most favorite thing. And my boyfriend will tell you that's how I like call him and I'm like, I just met the most wonderful person on the street and I had this like really beautiful <laughs> connection with them or like you know, those kind moments. Like, and even like speaking with people who have nothing like homeless people on the street. And you know, I love talking with them because I'm just like, I want to hear your story and you know, how are you? And, some people they're just like I'm so, I'm, happy, I'm so happy I've got my dog I have you know the, like clothes on my back and I'm I'm good and I'm like man if you know some people that like in in eyes of others like they don't have all these you know materialistic things or whatever but they're so happy with everything that they have and that abundance that they feel you know that's beautiful and I would way rather feel that way than just keep chasing this constant high that's like I'm never going to get and I don't really care to get like you know I don't need all of these things to make me happy my happiness is within me and I just need to search for that and look a look around me and what's already there so I think that that's your your walk sounds very enlightening and insightful 
it definitely really is because I think a lot of people were stressed out during COVID. They're like, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need a party, I need mm-hmm. to see friends. They were doing so many happy hours and cocktails and like a bunch of things like every day. And I was like, Peter, you want to be a part of it? I'm like, no. Even my coworkers, <laughs> you want to do a cocktail? I'm like, no. They're like, you're boring. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do cocktails. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to do this like every day. I'm not going to yeah. drink whiskey every day. But eventually, yeah. like, I've, I've run into a couple of coworkers now and I'm like, all those cocktails are like catching after you. You got that beer belly. <laughs> or it takes four months to get a beer belly. So I was like, oh, damn. Well, yeah, I mean, that physical activity, taking good care of your body and like what you feel yourself with, like that's always going to be, you know, a factor that contributes to your happiness, I'd say. Um, you know, getting out into nature, experiencing creativity and, you know, it's kind of like a domino effect with, you know, sometimes the happier you might feel like maybe you'll feel more creative or inspired to do other things than when you were like in a state of lack or feeling like there's not enough in the world to go around for you and that you're not going to get anything and you know that kind of mindset so you know shifting to one that's more abundant and more grateful you know expressing gratitude for the things that you have in your life um feeling more mindful practicing meditation you know those are all really great factors to contribute to happiness for sure Oh, great. Did, Tret, did you have anything? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it was, uh, just thinking back at what you said, Caitlin, like uh, we get so focused on one thing and then we forget all the beauty around us. Like mm-hmm. you said, like you just, you just focus on getting and tying in what Peter said, point A to point B. You're just going straight, full steam ahead and forgetting about everything on the side. Like uh, yeah. I totally understand that feeling because it, it Back then, I was at my small business gym for 10 years. So I started there when I was turning 21 and left when I was 31. And I've grown in all the positions, but I was solely focused on one thing. And that was just the money aspect. Like, okay, the higher position, the more money I'll get. And then I'll be happy. And then when I wasn't and I was dealing with the stress of work, I'll buy myself stuff. And, and that's where it's like, it's kind of like padded for a little bit. And then at, at the end you accumulated all this stuff and you're like, I don't, I don't really need all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and truly like my, the owner I used to work for, he told me one day when I came in for work and that once I reached the GM level, so it was just him and I that running the small business. And he told me one day, he's like, Hey, whenever you wake up and you don't feel like doing this anymore, tell me. Mm-hmm. and I was like okay what 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 do you mean like I this is fine I'm making the money I have insurance I have stability I had all that not to say the power that's a totally different subject you have that power um of the position too and those things kind of like made me blinded of everything else so one day I, I honestly I woke up and I was like I don't want to do this anymore I, I was mm-hmm. not happy like it was starting affecting my relationship with everybody else and uh, like you mentioned, relationship is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I lost track of that. And it was like seeping into the relationship with what I had at work, seeping into like all the bad stuff I had at work went into that. And once I finally left, I, I think I went back to actually in the negatives and the zero because went back to school and all the other things. But like I, I took a job teaching after school kids for dance. And that, and that I felt like this is where I need to be as in just teaching wise and help me regain the hustle because we got comfortable. Well, I got comfortable, not we, I don't know why I'm saying we, it's just me. 
Uh, but, <laughs> your alter ego. <laughs> my alter ego and I, <laughs> we got comfortable. But like you said, like what, what we all kind of just went around and said, it's just like the money, yes, the money is great because you get to buy things, but it, it it's not happy. We're not happy. It's not one of my values is joy. And I didn't get that. And yeah. thank you so much to the owner that actually told me, like, if you wake up and don't feel like doing this anymore, you need yeah. to tell somebody. So absolutely. That's, that's amazing how these, like these small moments can make so much, such an impact in like your overall well-being and your, your life. Like, imagine that guy didn't say that. Would you still be in this stuck in this rut? Like, would you have even pursued a master's degree? Would you be where you are today? Like, you know, being thankful for like all of the, all of the good times, these shitty times, like, you know, we're here today. So let's make the most of it. Like, um, I think that's, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that story. No, of course. And and like you, you said it, like if he didn't say it, I don't think I would be sitting here with Peter and yourself talking about happiness and reflecting on these things. Like, I don't think it ever lead there. So, and one thing it taught, I think it's help you to be aware once you like that, be curious of that feeling. Once you have that mm-hmm. feeling, you need to be curious of why you're having that and address it, I guess. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely what would you say to somebody that's kind of like, okay, well, I'm not feeling happy right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I would, yeah, that's, that's an excellent question. I've asked myself that several times, you guys, over the past couple of months. (laughs) Um, But I think, you know, being vulnerable is so courageous. So like, if you are feeling unhappy or sad, um, reach out to somebody if you can. And if that feels, you know, available to you, and, and like you said, get curious, like what, what's coming up for me right now? Like what, you know, what am I missing? What am I lacking? Is there something that I can do? You know, some of the things we can do to build up our happiness, um, they seem like there's, they seem like such small little things, but they, they add up in such, you know, such a great quantity. Like, you know, we can be grateful so we can practice gratitude every day. You know, this is a small habit that builds up over time and it's, it's an incredible gift to give to yourself is to practice gratitude daily. Um, there's so much science behind it, which is amazing. And, um, you know, I can only send you guys and stuff, but, you know, so gratitude is something that, you know, you get to be thankful and focus on the things that you have in your life. So focusing on the abundance that's available to you rather than the lack and feeling like in this lack mindset that nothing's available or nothing will come around for you. Um, even the small things, like even like, you know, being grateful for the barista who made you that delicious coffee because it really put a pep in your step and you had a really great conversation with her or him, like whatever it is. Um, you know, another thing you can do to build up your happiness is, you know, small acts of kindness. So, you know, is there someone that you can pay a compliment to, or can you offer to, um, you know, do mow the lawn for your neighbor or, you know, something my friends and I did the past a uh, couple weeks ago is we went and picked up trash in our, in our, local um valley and you know neighborhood park area and i felt friggin fantastic after because not only was i with a few friends i was doing something good for the environment and so you know an act of kindness for our planet and then also just an act of kindness for the community and like you know we re- we people were walking by and like talking with us and it was just such a good connecting moment so you know think of some random acts of kindness you know maybe it's even giving money to you know someone on the street that's you know clearly in need so, or making a donation to an organization that speaks to you. Um, you can always, 
you know, like we said earlier, you know, focusing on your, your physical and mental health. So um, exercising, you know, doing your meditation, um, going for walks, getting outside into nature, like you said, Peter, um, so important, like even just 30 minutes a day of walking or biking or whatever it is, is going to do such great things for your body and increase that happiness, which has so many like health effects as well. Um, and then also like journaling, you know, writing out your feelings, um, you know, taking note of the day or maybe starting off your day with morning pages or ending your day with writing out like, you know, the things that happen. So you can like learn some lessons, you know, what you can let go of tonight before you fall asleep. And, you know, how can you start today in a more fresh way? Um, and above all, like, you know, fostering those relationships, you know, building those social connections, um, you know, maybe it's joining certain communities or, um, or like, you know, other groups or meetups or something like that. Um, re remembering all of the people that you have in your life and being thankful for them, reaching out to them, talking to them, hanging out with them, you know, those are it's so important. And, you know, continue to keep doing those good things for other people, because I know it's, you know, sometimes you think like, oh, giving so much to others is going to make me deplete. And it's like, no, no, it doesn't work that way. You know, you feel so much better. Like, I guarantee we can all think of a time when we volunteered for an organization or did something good for someone else. And we felt fantastic after. So, you know, really building up on that, I think will be helpful for your happiness overall and in the long run. No, that's very true. And like, speaking of relationship wise, I think we briefly touched on it last time. Like you kind of like finding the sources of happiness or like the right people to talk to about finding happiness? Like, would you say like a lot of times you can go to the wrong people and they'll tell you like, well, Lord, this family or this person or this, everybody will find that perfect happiness. Would you say that's like kind of like a false idea that people kind of always kind of jump into that there's like that 100% happiness that you, you'll oh, find the yeah. person or the thing or the job that you're going to be happy all the time? Absolutely. Like, like how would you get, you get yourself out of that mindset? Because I, for sure, all three of us know, like, that's, that's kind of not true. <laughs> it's PS. There's no 100% yeah. anything. Exactly. And you have to have, like we said before, you, you know, we have to have these other feelings and emotions because that's, you're finding this perfect balance in life. And, you know, if someone passes away and you're experiencing grief, like, you know, maybe you're happy for the good times you had, but like, you know, happiness might not be at the forefront that day. And that's okay you know, being okay to feel sad and to feel disappointed and to feel all these other emotions because they're, they're, you know, these emotions are telling your body something and your mind something that something's off or not okay. And those are important. Um, and yeah, and especially, you know, sometimes we might speak to certain people. I'm not sure if this is kind of what you're touching on too, but you know, those, those people, and I love them, but you know, when you reach out to a friend, well, it's like, well, just be positive get over it <laughs> and you're like oh my god no way i totally forgot to just be positive like that doesn't work and like oh so, no you know, there's so many people like that i've run to people uh, who are like why do you look pissed all the time just smile and i'm like oh the excuse word. me <laughs> like, i'm sorry oh, like can you I repeat know. that <laughs> like yeah like, not, you know you're not happy you're not 100 happy you're gonna find that I, like that thing that just makes you like happy and i'm like what do you mean like i'm not like are you saying i'm have a sad life <laughs> yeah and then, and like I, I don't for me i don't take it literally but i'm like okay <laughs> yeah well i mean like also that person's happiness doesn't equate to what your happiness is either so we're gonna have different things of you know different 
reasons or components that make us happy. So for someone to just be like, just be happy or like, just be positive, you know, that, that's actually kind of toxic to just, you know, throw out this blanket toxic positivity and expect that everyone's just going to be fine the moment you say, just smile or just be happy or just think more positive. Like it's more than that. And, you know, there's more components to it. And also, you know, any, if any friends are or like not friends, like any people that are listening that are like, Ooh, I maybe do that with my friends. I kind of, you know, silence them or dismiss them and just say, you know, give that blanket, just be positive thing. Like, you know, don't, don't be hard on yourself, but, you know, use this as an opportunity to start to express empathy and connection and kindness and ask like, okay, so something's going on. Like, do you want to talk about it? Or like, how can I best support you right now? Instead of just throwing off that, like, just be happy thing, because that's not going to help someone. It might make them feel more, they might make them feel worse because they're reaching out for a connection. Connection is a huge component to happiness. Therefore, I'm not good at math, but <laughs> my equation here seems like, you know, if someone's coming to you, you know, and this, it can be uncomfortable to deal with other people's emotions. Sometimes you don't know how to handle it, but active listening, you guys have written several posts on active listening and I love it. So, you know, go to their Instagram pages, guys, and look at that. Um, you know, you listen to somebody at, at about like at their value and just, you know, shut up for a second and listen and you know you don't need to give advice but you can listen and say like how can I best support you right now and it might just be that they're looking for a listening ear and that's you and you know they can start to feel happy from that so um you know don't dismiss other people like don't dismiss you know what people are going through and if they're coming to you saying they're sad you know have a listen we talked about this in the last episode too as well I think it was the last one where like they give that kind of non-genuine support when you're like you have mm -hmm. a problem and they just come out and like like you said think positive um oh i forgot <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you got this or like well, well yeah well actually i don't got this that's why i'm putting it out there <laughs> yeah that's why i'm here right now <laughs> yeah coming from my end i i get that i always try to solve i, I don't know it's kind of my i wouldn't say it's my thing is there's good times and there's bad times because I know talking to my girlfriend sometimes I just need to listen and mm -hmm. I'm just like trying to solve the issue and I'm like analyzing the whole thing just based on just what I do and like you said do you just need to like how can I support you do this like do you want me to help you solve it or do you just want me to really listen yeah. so like that, that that's a great question for sure. And I mean, yeah, just that's a powerful question. Just how can I best support you right now? Because, you know, I know I've reached out to people sometimes and I've, you know, gotten advice and it's, it's not their fault. And like, so no, like no one should ever blame themselves for, you know, not doing something or whatever. Um, you know, you can always, and like, if you're someone who is feeling a bit down right now and wants to reach out to a friend, you can always tell them what you're looking for. Like, Hey, I just need to vent. Is that okay? Like, do you, do you have like the, the space right now to hold for me at this time? Or, you know, I need some advice on this topic. Like, do you have any opinion or any thoughts on this? So, you know, it's, it's okay to ask for what you need and it's okay to ask someone else what they need. Um, it's a great way to build up connection and, you know, foster that relationship and, and also to really, you know, provide that empathy and that space to just feel because that's so important for people right? Like not, you know, and I think that's something we've lost right now with, with COVID sometimes is like, you know, we don't have that space, you know, face to face or like, you know, that energy in a room that you might have with someone when you're just like chilling in someone's living room or whatever. So, 
Um, so yeah, I think just keep, keep asking questions to yourself and to others and do what you need to do to start to feel that happiness. I think it's really good because like, I think people like, they don't really listen to what a lot of people are trying to like say, like a lot of times, I think we have that urgency to just fix the problem. Like oh, yeah. I, I know I do that. Like I, like for me, like to give an example is one of my exes, like she was Hey, like I'm going through a, like a hard time. I'm like, oh, how can I help you? How can I fix it? Like I'm listening, but in the back of my mind, I knew right away that I'm going to fix it. That tendency, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. Yeah, I'll find the solution guys, for you. Yeah, so like I'll go at it, <laughs> full charge, and they're like, back off. <laughs> like, like she'll automatically tell me to back off, and then eventually it didn't work out. But we ended on. In, in quotes, good terms. Um, it wasn't horrible. I'll be honest, yeah. not, not at all. But a lot of people don't understand. It's like sometimes happiness, you have to like sometimes let things go. So yeah. like if you feel like, because I think a lot of the times people think of happiness as what like similar to what we said before. Like it's like holding on to, to something. You don't really want to listen to what's going mm-hmm. on, but you just want to hold on to it. You just keep pulling at it. I'm watching a drama with my sister on Netflix and it's been helping me like like a lot because in a way like it's interesting because they're like saying like hey like it's so if that person's like the personality to like they need a lot of space or they're introverted or like but whatever it is like they're they're a different personality like just let them do their thing and just be there be around but focus on yourself just do what you need to do and i think a lot of people kind of miss that a lot would like would you think that's kind of similar instead of listening people would just want to charge on and like absolutely and I think like you know you were coming from a well-intentioned place so it's not like you did anything wrong um you know it just may, may not have been what she was looking for at that time right so you know this especially because we're it's hard sometimes to deal with other people's emotions and it can make us uncomfortable when we see someone we love in pain or suffering we don't know what to do but we also don't want to deal with it sometimes. And that's just, that's okay. That's normal. It's like, you know, everyone feels that way sometimes. And it can be hard if you're going through something tough too. And like a friend is going through something really challenging and they're kind of coming to you, leaning on you for support. Um, So, you know, also knowing when, you know, when it's enough for you. And like, if you're not capable right now to be that support system for somebody and, you know, always, you can always ask, like, what do you need from me today? Like, what can I do to support you? Um, and, you know, open the conversation like that, have an open communication. Um, and, you know, it's, it's okay to say like, Hey, I'm actually in a really rough space too. Like, you know, maybe we can chat tomorrow. Would that be okay? Um, it's okay to ask for what you need and what you want and to state that like, you might not be the best of help right now. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, come from a good place and come from your, you know, a place of empathy and understanding and compassion. I think that kindness and compassion is so key. Um, not only for other people, but especially for yourself too. You know, we're so hard on ourselves already. We don't need to keep being an asshole to ourselves. You know, treat treat yourself like you would your best friend. And, you know, um, if if you're confused on what to do, you know, reflect, be like, okay, if someone just say I was going to someone and I needed, you know, I was going through something tough, what would I want right now? You know, ask yourself that, like, would you want someone to charge at you with advice and everything? Like, maybe it is. Maybe you don't. So, you know, just um, put yourself in someone else's shoes. I think, you know, that, that empathy is really key. Going back to it. Yeah. Just 
just asking, like you mentioned, like it's something so simple yet mm-hmm. we don't do. Like I, I think it's like we just reaction. I think we, we just react and they're like, okay, this is what you should do. Let's all right, cool, solve it. We're good. All right, high five and let's get going. But mm-hmm. I think it's not, it's not as simple. And like you brought it like a great advice there to, to ask, how can I support you? Or really be clear and like, hey, I'm not in a mindset to even listen right now because I have 15 other things going on. And I think that does contribute you just being even more stressed out because you're giving so much. I think we've talked about giving. Um, and then that can be like, okay, I'm now I'm a little bit overwhelmed because I've been giving. And then now like I'm not, I don't have that mental space to give more. I, I think that does get into that feeling where your happiness of giving becomes you're not happy. I, I think yeah. I, that makes sense. It does make sense for sure. You don't want to like deplete yourself completely. So, you know, understanding that self-care regimen and like, you know, really tuning into your needs and what, what you need right now to feel better. So, you know, retreat, I, I like love retreating sometimes. <laughs> I just like, I go into my introverted state and I, you know, turn the phone off, turn off the social media go out into nature, you know, replenish myself with all the things I know that are going to make me feel good. You know, that's what I, that's another good thing to do too, is like, if you're ever feeling down or sad and you want to seek that happiness, try to remember a time when you felt really happy. What, what was going on? Who was around you? What were you doing? Um, You know, can you recreate that circumstance? You know, make a list of the things that make you happy and that bring you joy um, so that you can always reflect on that. If a, t- if a tough time comes up, because sometimes we forget that we have all these things in moments of sadness or depression or whatever it is, anger, whatever. Um, and we're like, nothing makes me happy. And then you're like, wait a minute, I'm lying to myself. <laughs> and like, you can go back, check on your phone, check your happy list and see all of the things that you know, make you happy. See if one of them, you know, hits the spot. Maybe it's going up to your animal or going to the, to the animal shelter and getting some puppy hugs and kisses and, you know, maybe you start to feel better. So, you know, check on the things that make you feel more replenished and happy so that you can make sure you're doing yourself good service and also so that you can be good to other people too. No, that's, that's funny. Like in my head, uh, when you said that it was, when you said some people are either like happy all the time or like nothing makes them happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause we've encountered those that I don't know if you encountered those I keep saying those people. I don't know if that's the correct way to phrase it, but <laughs> have you really, encountered? I've definitely encountered those people. You're like, are you really happy or are you, you okay? <laughs> like, yeah. Like I've, I've had those people. I know what you mean. Sean. And have you encountered those? I keep saying those people, but I guess those yeah. individuals. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's normal and it's just a part of the human race. You know, some people's genetics and like, you know, neuro. I don't even know if that's the right word, neurological, like wiring and, you know, you know, whatever chemicals they have in their brain, you know, everyone's going to have a different, you know, outlook or perspective on life or, you know, have certain feelings that are taking over more than others. So, you know, again, just having that compassion and that, you know, that kindness for other people, we don't know what other people they're going through. We don't know if someone had the most traumatic life and, you know, of abuse and, and, you know, addictions or whatever. So, you know, we can't judge other people for if they're not super happy all the time. Um, you know, and also people that are super happy all the time, like maybe they're covering up something too. So, you know, at the end of the day, so long as we approach our 
you know, our world and our, our, you know, other humans with compassion, um, I think the world would be a much better place. But um, that's easier said than done, of course. But, you know, try to just understand that other people are going through shit that you can't see. And, and that's okay. It doesn't mean they're bad people. I mean, some people are bad people, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, it doesn't, you know, we can, we can yeah. still work with that. <laughs> no. And I think it's interesting that you kind of brought up, like some people are really good at hiding that they're not mm-hmm. okay. And it, it's true. I know for me that, that, that resonates because I know and a lot of my friends know this. I, I won't ever say that I'm unhappy until like later, later. Like I'll yeah. keep it in and I'll soak it in until like later on. Then like I remember a good friend of ours, Trent and I, Ricky, like he was like, he would, he finally brought up the question. It was a long time ago. He's like, are you happy? And he, and I'm like, good question. Like I paused <laughs> like, just like that. And I was like, good question. Like he kept asking yeah. me that again and again and again. I'm like, I can't, I don't know. And, he, and I thought about it. It's been in my head. And it, I still do that. Like I always hide it behind something or I'm really good at pre- to like pretending like, Oh, I'll, I'll shield it. I'll hold it up. Like no one's going to know. Mm-hmm. I just have a different mask on. Like, how would you say like, kind of like for those people that are kind of hiding that, that feeling of happiness, like there, there's something that's going on that's not making them happy. How would you say is a good way to combat that or a good way to lower that shield, if you will? Yeah, I think that's amazing. You brought that up because I'm not even kidding. I went through something very similar the other week. Um, I was feeling really down, um, you know, feeling like a lot of feelings of sadness and just kind of like hopelessness. Um, And I was telling that to my boyfriend and just saying, you know, how I'm feeling and how there's a party tomorrow with some friends doing like a social distance BBQ at someone's house. And, um, you know, I was just like, I have to put on my happy comedy face and, you know, tell jokes and be out there and just, you know, try to, you know, put on this mask that everything's fine. And he's like, no one's telling you to do that. He's like, no one asked you to be something you're not. He's like, your friends will love you for who you are. And I was like, wait a minute, who's my, who's the coach here? (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) he flipped it on you. Like, (laughs) I know he's my, he's my new life coach. So yeah, so I was, (laughs) <laughs> so, and I was like, you're so right. Like my friends love me for who I am. I wouldn't be friends with them if, if, if we weren't through, you know, all there for each other through thick and thin and not everyone's going to be on their A game all the time. And that that's so unfair of us to expect that. So, um, you know, I, I mentioned it to my friends. I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling the best right now. And I'm not in the, the best headspace, but like, I'm excited to be with all of you. And I'm really happy to be in your presence. And obviously, like I had a good time and I ended up, you know, opening up more, you know, being myself while, while not putting on this mask because yeah, that's so true. Like I, I tend to do that when, when I'm feeling really down as I become, you know, I need to be the, the comedian, Caitlin, that's like, you know, making all these jokes, making people laugh. Cause that's like one of my favorite things to do. And like, I love feel, I always t- think I'll feel better doing that. But then when I'm still faking it or being someone that I'm not that, that hurts more. So, you know, be yourself, be okay to not be okay. And, you know, share this with your friends if it's available to you. And if you feel comfortable in doing so, because it'll bring you guys closer together, it will give you a hopefully a safe space to share your feelings. And if you're not feeling something, and if it doesn't feel right for you, you can always say no, (laughs) you don't have to go to the party, you don't have to go see your friends, like, it's okay. 
you know, you allow yourself the time and space you need to, to let your feelings out and, you know, let people in so they know what's going on for you and see how they can help you. No, that's, that's great that you brought that up. Like, uh, it's amazing how hanging out with friends on the days like you don't really want to, it mm-hmm. is like you, I, I, you don't want to go out. You're going through these things. You just don't. And what you mentioned was like, just be honest with them. They'll understand you're, they're their friends for a reason. And exactly. And that like, it helped you just like the rest of the night. You're just like, wow, I, I needed this. Not to like reference our podcast, but you know, hang out. Does. Hang out <laughs> <laughs> but, but hanging out does like uh, lean on your friends during these times. And like, it, sometimes you may not want to hang out or talk to somebody, but you find it, just great to talk about something else or to be honest with them. And, and I love that your boyfriend flipped it on you and he was your coach for a minute. I know. Uh, <laughs> Cause yeah, yeah I, I've experienced that too, where my girlfriend flipped it on me and she was a communication coach. And I was like, wait, hold on. Hold up. <laughs> uh, is this how you feel? Like this is how, <laughs> this is how you feel when I'm like conducting all this thing, analysis and going through all this. Um, <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's crazy. We, we find like other individuals are, are coach. We learn more from not learn more, but we just learn from others that are not coaches or just going through natural things. And I think that is what's great about being a consulting mm-hmm. coach or anything like that. Cause you, you're very open to learning from, anybody else outside of your expertise and, and that, absolutely that definitely yeah. helps open up and listen to other people's stories and what they have to share and you learn so much from that there's so much value in that and you know maybe this is like a great question for the audience like go out and ask yourself like what makes you happy like ask your friends like what makes you happy have a discussion around it and you know you guys can start to see what values start to connect and what aligns and you know, what's truly meaningful for you and, you know, what's well-being is for you. And I know you brought up, um, I guess, that big question that you had before. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll let you bring it up, Caitlin, and then we can ask. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll have you have the spotlight. (laughs) I know. Does money buy you happiness? Oh, What do you think? Peter, do you want to take this one first? I'll be honest. This is my opinion. Uh, No. Because mm-hmm. I've been in positions where I think I almost, I'll be honest, I reached like the, almost reached to the hundreds, the hundred Ks. And of the day, it's just like we've been saying, it's just a pillow cushion, yeah. right? Like you really think that's building you happiness, but you start spending all of that on materialistic things, thinking that that is making you happy. And then at the end of the day, people around you are like where are you you're making so much or you're doing so much where did all of it go and then like you're like i don't know like then that brings you down too and on top of that it makes you question your life and is the position that you're in like does it really make you happy or is it you know like going back to the roots to make you happy like i think i read a book a while ago it was a happiness for a happiness class actually it was was it David Henry Thoreau? I think it's called, the book was called Walden. He just went into nature, built himself like, it was a simple cabin. And like, he, he just was in nature and he's like, you know, like people take for granted so many different things and they don't realize that they need just really simple things to be happy. You can go into town, wave hi to people. You see it when people doing or hiking as well. They're like, oh, hey, hi. Oh, hey, hi. Hi. But 
when we're in the city, we never do that. We just give each other like glares or we look up <laughs> and down. And you know, yeah. like, when you think of it as a big picture, it's not really happy. Like you're just kind of, you're always pers- running after something that you don't see at the end of the tunnel pretty much. What about yeah. you, Trey? What do you think? Oh man, uh, that, that is, like you said, uh, so this is a little bit of background. My f- values are joy and financial stability. Uh, that's from se- season six. It's not season six, <laughs> episode six. So it used to be, it used to be that question. I would 100% be like, yeah, money makes me happy. But now as I, it only took me like almost 30 years. But right now it does not. I truly, it does not make you happy because I put joy in front of financial stability and it's the, the time I get to spend with family and my girlfriend and my friends and those times makes me happy and the process of how I do make money makes me happy. I don't know if that makes sense as in like, I, if I enjoy what I love to do and I'll reach the end goal, the money will be there. But like, I can't put money first and just do random stuff that does not make me happy. Um, mm-hmm. long way of saying um, money does not buy you happiness, but that's a long-winded <laughs> way of saying it. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's it's true. No, money made me fat. I ate way too much. I'll be honest. I, tried, <laughs> I, I had a, <laughs> a, a year ago. I was like, I got a belly, and I remember working out with Tret and my and our friends, and I was like gasted. Like at the end of it, I was just on the ground. I'm like, dead. <laughs> <laughs> so money to conclusion money does not buy you happiness but it does make you fat <laughs> <laughs> makes you a ho- more. like a hoarder too as well oh, like yeah. you, you just accumulate stuff like stuff upon a stuff yeah how about how about you caitlin so we'll let you just go about attacking that question yeah i'm a i'm a hard no on it i uh, i don't think money buys you happiness um, at least in my, my world and my perspective, I, I feel it's a no, um, you know, other people may feel differently and you totally, everyone's entitled to their own opinion on this question, obviously. But when I think of times when I'm the most happy, um, it's always, you know, it's because the people I'm around make me happy. I didn't buy those people. <laughs> They're not, I didn't purchase my friends. Um, you know, I, I think about what I'm doing, you know, like being in nature, like, again, I didn't buy that nature. I was just, I just stumbled upon it. So, you know, the acts of kindness and the giving and, you know, that's when I feel happy. So it's, you know, I think back on like all my values and, you know, the connection, community, kindness, giving back, um, all of those things are, there's no price tag on them. Right. So like for me, happiness isn't, doesn't come with a a price tag or a value on, you know, money or how much I make or anything like that. I went from a job where I'm, you know, making now like half that amount and I'm way happier now than I was. So, you know, and I'm making do with what I have and, you know, I feel grateful for what I have and I feel abundant in that sense without having that dollar sign attached to it. So yeah, long story short, I I don't think money buys you happiness. All right. We reached consensus. All three is a big no. (laughs) Even though it took you long enough to reach there, or you always believe in a hard no at the end, <laughs> we all don't believe money buys you happiness. So everybody that's listening, feel free to let us know what, what makes you happy and does money buy you happiness? Um, no huge topic. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll answer your questions. It's like, yeah, at the end of the day, you could need that financial stability. I agree with Tread. Totally. But like, I think it's, it's like, 
as long as that, what is that financial stability? You got a roof on your head, like you said before, clothes on your back, commute. That's all you really need. Food, mm-hmm. survive. Yeah. Everything else can forget it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not it, bought. It's kind of looking at what the things you have, not look at the things that you don't have. Yeah. Like, I think that's what we're kind of talking about too, as well. Like, um, we're so focused on like you have, like you reach a certain level of car. Let's say you bought a car and then now you want a next level of car and you keep building up. Like what is going to be satisfying for you? Yeah. Um, so it's what you have, like some people are shooting for what you have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, we don't want to end today, but you know, um, <laughs> end with everyone asking the question, are you happy? Like, I yeah. think that, that, in the yeah. process, like, it just sticks with you because I know it sticks with me all the time. Like I always go back and meditate. Like, are you happy? What makes you happy? Did you smile that day or what made you laugh and you kind of struggle? Oh, I wasn't happy, but really dig deep. When were you happy? And I guess we'll go around a circle real quick. What makes you happy? Uh, whoever podcast, wants to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just plug it in. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Beautiful. Being on Hangout Talks makes me happy. Yes. <laughs> also, like, connection and, like, connecting with you guys. Like, you know, we met through Instagram, and I'm so grateful to be here today with you. And, you know, I'm surrounded by my animals right now. I've got two cats and a dog, and life is good. You know, I'm, I am happy, and, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful to be ch- chatting with you guys again today. No. Oh. Thank you, Caitlin. Um, no, we're honored and humbled like to have you back. Like we're like it's crazy how like this all connected and right? now we're here. Um, I know. Peter. Hey. No, like, no. I say like Oh yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, again, humbled and happy <laughs> that you we're we're talking with you. And like I think for me, just right in front of me right now, like had good friends talking to you guys and just in general, like everything like I've been able to like be closer to my family everything that's in front of me now pretty happy with it like there's nothing beyond that like it's keeping it simple and grinding simple and makes you happy you don't need a lot to be happy oh, what peter's yeah what peter's saying is hangout talks um so we're never <laughs> out to hang out <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah like everything caitlin and peter just said and the things that i get to do and that's that's what i got from caitlin amongst other important topics but like what i get to do like i get to do this i love it get to do a lot of things that i'm joyful and i time time with everybody that makes me happy like new information or um things that make me excited caffeine beautiful Uh, (laughs) (laughs) how can people find you caitlin other than um, you, listen to Hangout Talks. <laughs> yes, well, absolutely listen to Hangout Talks. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, which is at kd.lifecoaching. Um, my website's www.kdlifecoaching.ca. Um, if you ever have questions or comments or anything like that, I love connecting with people, obviously, as I've said several times today. So always feel free to reach out if you ever have questions. Oh, perfect. And for everybody that's listening, thanks so much for hanging out with us again. Um, and also, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, and like Hangout Talks on all your podcast listening channels. And remember to follow us too. We do have an Instagram account as well. Mine is Tret uh, from Mr. Goodall. And I'm Peter from Peter underscore the suit marketer. Sorry to cut you off, Tret, but. Oh, you're all good. <laughs> it it is a hangout. It is plug. You have to plug it. 
And <laughs> Mr. Good underscore all is my Instagram handle. I totally skipped that. But we look forward to hanging out with everybody again on the next episode. Make sure to listen to episode six if you want to do the one, two, or you just jump to this one and then go backwards like um, movies these days. <laughs> so thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure.